It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Play ball. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, James Erpine. Great to be with you on this Monday. On Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Red. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and every podcast posted at LockedOnReds.com. Great to be with you. Like I said, we got a lot to get to, man. A lot to get to today. I wrote a lot right now. There's a lot up there at LockedOnReds.com. If you missed, if you somehow missed Billy Hamilton's catch of the year. During the Reds' 9-1 win over the Cardinals on Friday night. You can check that out. You can watch that on the website. I explain why the who matters when we're discussing a potential Scooter Jeanette extension. And uh, there's a lot there. Jeff Gilbert has written something right now for Lockdown Reds. And you can watch Brandon Phillips and Bronson Arroyo together again uh, The on the website right now. It's a video. Check it out. At LockedOnReds.com. I, I want to start with the report that I wrote about at Locked On Reds about Mark Sheldon. Uh, MLB.com. He talked with Scooter Jeanette. And, and Mark Sheldon, really good reporter, covers the Reds. And this is what Jeanette told Sheldon. He said, quote, just from the, the talks that I've had with the guys in control of all those things, I feel like they want me here. I feel like just from what I've been told They want me here for the long term. What I'm getting is CEO Bob Castellini wants me here for a while. When it comes to all of the trade stuff, it would be going against what I've been hearing. And I wrote 900 words on this at LockedOnReds.com, but I I wanted to open the show with it. And I wanted to discuss it because the reality of this is, is I do not want owners 
making decisions like this. The Reds, I think we can all agree the Reds are trending upward. The Reds are in a very critical part of the rebuild. If things go well, a year from now we could be talking about the potential, potentially playoff-bound Reds. If things go well and they make the right moves and the right trades and get the right prospects and the right players in return, maybe the right players in return for their prospects between now and the deadline and between this offseason or, or the end of this season and next season, this offseason, we could be talking about a playoff team. If they go poorly, if they sign Scooter Jeanette to a five-year deal that he isn't worth, let's say, and that's their only upgrade this offseason, and they trade and make the wrong trade for the, the starting pitcher that we expect to anchor the rotation, well, we could be talking about a team that's struggling. We could be talking about a, an organization that shoots itself in the foot. And there's so many scenarios where it goes right, and there's so many scenarios where it goes wrong. And the last thing I want is an owner getting in the way, is an owner making a decision that, heck, he might get be right on. Look, the reality is, is you could be, you could make an argument. Like if I'm making a, a yes, trade him, no, don't trade him chart for Scooter Jeanette, there are good points on both sides. There are reasons to trade him, plenty of reasons to trade him. There are also plenty of reasons to keep him around. And the reality is, is you need to figure out as an organization what you're going to do. I, I looked up Manny Machado. Everyone loves Manny Machado. Scooter Jeanette has the same amount of hits. Everyone loves Manny Machado. Scooter Jeanette has a better average. Everyone loves Manny Machado, and rightfully so. I'm not knocking Manny. There's a reason he's the number one guy on the market right now or going to be on the trade market, available, number one infielder at least. He's got 24 home runs. Scooter Jeanette only has 16. There's only two RBIs difference between the two. The bottom line is, is Scooter Jeanette should have a tremendous amount of value. He should. It should take a lot to get or, or to land a guy like Jeanette, who's under team control for next season, who can come in and instantly hit 300-plus for you, give you some power, hit in critical situations. Obviously, he's done very well with runners in scoring position this year. The reality is that Scooter Jeanette is a commodity, and the Reds shouldn't just keep him, and they shouldn't just trade him away. And it's a fine line, and I get it. And I don't know exactly how you'd be feeling as a fan. You'd say, well, why would you trade Scooter Jeanette? He actually is good. They actually have a good piece, and now you want to trade him. And I understand that. I do. I think they should be open to it, and I don't want ownership getting in the way. Ownership is what got Brandon Phillips paid too late in his career. The final two years of his contract were awful for the Reds. That final year of his deal, they had to pay him 13 out of $14 million to leave and play for someone else. The reality is, I don't want, and the owner, Bob Castellini, is a fan. I do not want a fan making that decision. There's a reason he hired Dick Williams. There's a reason he hired Nick Kroll. And the reality is, is Dick Williams and Nick Kroll, they might get some of this wrong. They might. And that is okay. But I want them making the decisions. I don't want ownership making the decision. I don't want ownership swooping in and saying, yeah, Scooter Jeanette, four years, $40 million. What? May and maybe that's the, the solution. Maybe that's the resolution. Maybe that is the, ultimately the decision they come to. But the who matters. And I elaborated on that uh, significantly on the website right now, LockedOnReds.com. I always hesitate there. I always say blog. I'm used to saying blog because at, at the station we have blogs. But LockedOnReds.com is our website here on the Locked on Reds podcast. You're going to hear 
from top uh, one of the Reds' better prospects. He's in single A right now. He's Futures Game MVP, Taylor Trammell. He did a cool interview, and uh, I want you to hear it with J.J. Cooper of Baseball America. You'll hear part of that on today's podcast. I also want to talk about where the the Reds are at right now. Let's be honest. The Reds, they're hanging in there. 43-53, and 5-4 five and four on a road trip that I was leery of, that you were leery of, that most fans were leery of. Um, this team is playing better. This team is flashing. And just a quick note from yesterday's Reds game. Jim Regelman, if you really want to, I don't know, manage this team next year, can you please, please, please challenge a potential grand slam that hits off the freaking foul pole. Can you please do that? Four runs hanging in the balance and Jim Riggleman doesn't want to challenge that. That's insane. So just a reminder, Jim Riggleman, you are trying to get the job. You're trying to be the man here in Cincinnati. Can you make the, the right decisions there? The risk reward was well worth it. Use the challenge. See if it's worth the four runs. Anyways, overall though, I, I feel good about this Reds team and where they are. They're 43 and 53. They have went, they went five and four on a road trip that, let's be honest, we were scared about. This team has figured out to a good large extent what Jesse Winker is. They have an idea of what these young pitchers are, like Sal Romano and Tyler Malley. Even Anthony DiScalfani, even though he didn't pitch well yesterday. They're starting to see him as well. The first 96 games of this year as a whole have been a success. Seriously. I mean, their infield is set. If they feel like, and the reality is, that this team is going to keep around Scooter Jeanette, this infield is set for a while. Jose Peraza hitting around 300. Scooter Jeanette hitting 320. Joey Votto hitting around 300. They, they get on base like crazy. You're set at catcher with Tucker Barnhart. Eugenio Suarez and Jacob Rude wrote about this. He's an MVP candidate. It's worth checking out at LockdownReds.com. Like, overall... This team is just, it's set up in the infield if they decide to keep Scooter, right? It, it feels like they're set up there for the next couple of seasons. So that was a success. Jesse Winker has been a success for the most part. Scott Shebler been a success for the most part. Billy Hamilton pushing a bit. I think Adam Duvall, probably the odd man out, it feels like he's going to get traded. But overall, the first 96 games, have been a success. I've said it all year. This year is the final year where record doesn't matter. This year is the set the table year. Set the table for the future. Set the table for a run in 2019. Set the table for an offseason in which you acquire an ace. Set the table in which you trade maybe a guy like Nick Senzel. Maybe you trade a guy, and dare I say it, like Hunter Green or Taylor Trammell or a package of players to get the ace you need to really try to win next season. That's what this season is. And after a dreadful, historically bad, awful start that made you, me, and everyone else wanting to stop watching the Reds at 3-18, and they've recovered. And they're playing well. And I'm really excited to watch them play in the second half. I'm James Erpine. I know it's past the half, but this is like the not truly midway point, but midway point with 66 games to go this season. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Up next, you're going to hear... An excerpt of J.J. Cooper's conversation. He's with Baseball America with Taylor Trammell, 
Futures Game MVP. He caught up with him. JJ did right before the Futures Game, and uh, the interview is worth your time. You'll hear part of that next on the Locked on Reds podcast. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. Just a reminder, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also, wherever you get your podcast. Let's uh, let's hear from Taylor Trammell and J.J. Cooper. I thought this was a really good conversation. In fact, I think I'm going to put the entire video, it was like a nine-minute conversation, on the website at LockedOnReds.com. But this is about five minutes. Futures game MVP Taylor Trammell, who plays outfield, who's in single A right now, Daytona. I expect him to get called up to double A this year. I could even wouldn't be shocked to see him in a Reds uni as soon as maybe 2020. If he makes it that far, who knows? Maybe he's part of a package that the Reds uh, trade or make a trade either between now and the deadline or at uh, some point this offseason. But Taylor Trammell caught up and, and was talking to J.J. Cooper of Baseball America. I thought this was worth your time. It starts off with J.J. asking Taylor a question. How have you felt like your season's gone so far? I feel like it's gone pretty well. Um, I think um, probably the biggest highlight of my of this year probably was um, we were playing Lakeland, and um, I, uh, we're facing their starting pitcher. Uh, I'm not going to say his name, uh, but, yeah, we're facing their starting pitcher. And I ended up, um, you know, we were down a, a run, and we were down two runs, actually. And um, TJ Friedel gets a base hit, drives into, so the game is tied, mm-hmm. and I think it was in the eighth. And so he, TJ, he gets a triple. Um, and so I, I, I never forget, you know, I was, I was up to bat, and, you know, I could just hear him cheering me on and everything. And, um, you know, I swung through a, you know, a hanging curveball, and so I was just looking dead fastball at that point. And so he hung another curveball, and I ended up hitting the right field and getting the job done for our team. And I can just hear TJ, you know, clapping everything, um, coming home and everything. And that was that was the biggest moment for me because it was like, um, you know, I love when I get a chance to get the job done for my team. And um, at that point, I knew that my whole team had my back at, in that at bat. And so uh, we ended up a few weeks later clinching the playoffs. And that, that probably – that's a fun moment. It's, it's extremely fun. You know, when you get that job done, when you get to win, I mean, we've been, we've been winning this year as a team. Um, you know, I'm really excited for it, but that, that probably was my biggest highlight this year. Kind of with that, with your swing. If you look back at your swing, say, junior year of high school to now, yeah. I mean, are you going to see, are there, if we're looking at both of them, are you going to see some significant differences, or has it pretty much been what you are, kind of what you've been, you know, or, is, or do you have to make some adjustments? There's some slight differences. Um, I know for me, uh, the biggest thing was, um, you know, keeping my head still um, and staying short to the ball. So whenever I'm in trouble, I'm long, getting my foot down late, and moving my head way too much. And I know whenever I'm simple, um, I can tell if I'm locked in by the way I take pitches. So, and that's one of the things that's always been kind of one of your one of your assets, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you you have an understanding of the strike zone. I do. You're not going to chase, mm-hmm. and if they want to walk you, hey. Yeah. So when you can I, do some stuff on the bases. <laughs> yes, sir. So whenever I'm, uh, uh, it, it, one of my 
I get a little bit frustrated at times whenever I'm swinging at bad pitches because I know that, you know, I'm not I'm not dialed in. So whenever I'm um, I, I just whenever I'm in, I'm getting my foot down and I'm staying locked in right here. So my load is my biggest thing whenever I'm you know seeing pitches and or anything like that. So it's a I have a blast whenever I'm at bat and I look at four pitches and I walk. That's that's my you know, that's like a home run to me. You know, I feel, I'm like, okay, there we go, there we go, I'm dialed in. He has to come to me now, 3 Next time up, yeah. Next time up, he's going to have to come to me. I'm not going to chase anything because I know that he's going to have to come to me because I've shown him that I'm not going to chase any pitches. So um, from junior year to now, I think the biggest thing was my junior year, I would load up like this, and then I would go after the ball. Now it's just here, simple, 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 get ready and attack. And so patience has been key and everything. So I've, I've really, um, that's the one thing this year I've really, uh, you know, tried to hone in on and uh, understand better. Because right, again, that's a, big, that's a big part of your game. Mm-hmm. The other part is, is defensively, you know, I, I keep hearing positive reports about, you know, just getting better and better out there. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like you're kind of coming along defensively out in the outfield? A lot. I think I've, I think I've come along very well. Um, I think that my coaches uh, have done a great job. Uh, this year of helping me become a better defender, Alex Pelias, um, Desi, Ricky Gutierrez, you know, they've, they've, un- they've told me, you know, your athleticism and your natural abilities are going to just, they're just going to take you so far. You're going to have to understand how to read defenses, how to read the, um, how to read pitchers, how to read um, swings off the bat. And that's the biggest thing this year that I've seen a, a huge difference because there's balls that I didn't feel like I would get to at certain points, but I ended up getting them, getting to because and you wouldn't I wasn't have gotten to in the past. In the past, because I was positioned the right way, um, I got ready in the right position early and everything. So, you know, that's the biggest thing. You know, everybody can play at this level, but it's it's what you do outside of the field, what you do between pitches, that helps you out to become, you know, that better player. You know that. Uh, excuse me, you know, that, that top player right there. So that's what I'm really focusing in on right now. That's Taylor Trammell, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Reds do with him. I I don't know, man. From what I'm hearing, and, and this is just based on what I'm hearing, it, it seems like if I had to pick stay or go, I'd say Billy stays, Duvall goes, Harvey goes, Jeanette stays, and really that's it until the offseason. I, I might be crazy, um, but from what I mean, it just seems like that's the most likely scenario. Now, that being said, I think Billy Hamilton should go. I would trade him. He's going to get paid more next year. I don't think he's the center fielder you want. That being said, it's hard to argue that, or, or that you want in place when you make that run that the Reds plan on making. But but I, I do think it's it's hard to argue when he's making catches like the one he made on Friday night. It's hard for me to debate when he's actually on the the bases and stealing and being a threat. And so there's a way for the Reds to use him, I think, where he's very successful. I've said it all along. I think he's valuable on a contending team. The Reds, sounds like, plan on being contenders sooner rather than later. Keeping Jeanette next season, that's what that says, by the way. If they keep Jeanette through this year and bring him up, or, or and bring him and keep him around next year with or without an extension, it says, hey, we think Scooter's the man for the job, and we think that we're going to win with him while he's here. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Make sure you check out the website at LockedOnReds.com. Entire video of Taylor Trammell's conversation with J.J. Cooper will be up there by the time you listen to this. 
And until tomorrow, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully we're talking about uh, a team that continues to get W's as they're 43 and 53. Still four and a half games out of last or fourth place in the NL Central. Still in the cellar. That being said, I looked at the standings today. They're the best last last place team in the league. That says something, right? (laughs) Have a great night. I'm James Rapine. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.